As we continue our saga, our story of King Solomon, yesterday we heard about how wise he was and how the queen of Sheba came was amazed at his kingdom, at his wisdom, at his wealth. He was at the highest of the heights yesterday, and today he's at the lowest of the lows. As we hear the, the so many of these idols that he allowed temples to be built and worship to be given to. And so the Lord says so clearly, since this is what you want, I will give it to you. Oftentimes we think about God being a punishing God and that he punishes us for their sins. But it's not so clear as that he gives us what we want. If we want him, we get love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, chastity, modesty, self-control, long-suffering, the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit. If we don't want him, we get all the bad stuff. And because we're a part of the human family, sometimes we get the bad stuff because of other people's bad decisions. But it's not God punishing us. Because we can imagine how many hundreds, if not thousands of people, suffered the consequence of Solomon's sin. All the people in the kingdom now are going to face the consequence. Which is why it's so important that we beg for prayers for our leadership in the church. Because the consequences of the actions that we take have untold effects on countless and countless of people. Effects that we may never know. But Solomon was unfaithful. The Lord had told him clearly not to do this. And he did it. He had all thousand of these women in his life being unfaithful to the marriage covenant, unfaithful to his covenant with the Lord. And it says that the, it was the women who motivated him to do this. His lack of leadership as a man, as a husband, as a king. How many problems in our country today are because of failed leadership of the men who are called to lead? So again, we pray for strong leaders in our community so that we don't face the consequences of poor decisions. And then to look at St. Josephine Bakita, this wonderful saint. I hope you know her story. Today is the World Day for, for prayers and awareness for human trafficking. And you might know that Jacksonville is a major hub in the United States for human trafficking. And so we want to invoke her intercession to, to, to purge our country of this evil, which is mostly perpetrated by men who are making bad decisions. But this young girl from Sudan and Africa, at a very young age, maybe eight, was sold, kidnapped and sold into slavery. Sold so many times that she doesn't even know her, didn't even know her real, her given name. They made her walk barefoot for 600 miles. Maybe she had 10 or 12 different owners during that time. Was beaten so severely, her body was left with scars all over her body. They poured salt. I mean, it was just horrendous what they did to this poor girl. And eventually she found herself being bought by a general, I think, in the Italian government who brought her to his, his superior. And through that interaction with this Italian man, she came to know the Lord. 
And she was a nanny for the family. And she would hear these stories about God the Father. How everyone was loved and called and known. Everyone had a purpose. And so she, her heart was moved. And she went to another house. And when they went on vacation, she stayed with some religious sisters. And in that encounter with this religious sister, she found her vocation. She became a Catholic, was brought into the faith by the future Pope Pius X. And on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, she made vows in the religious community. Where she willingly enslaved herself for the service of the Lord. So even in her life, we can see that we, Christ frees us from slavery to this world. We're free from sin and slavery. So we can be free for love. And so we ask her to help us with that. To, to be able to see God's hand moving in our life. Because in the end of her life, she said if she ever met her captors, she would kiss their hands. Because if it had not been for that chain of events, she never would have met Jesus. It takes a deep amount of faith to get to that point. But to be able to have the grace to see God's hand, even in the most horrendous moments of our life. This is why it's so important and necessary for us to contemplate the passion of Jesus, to gaze upon his crucifix, to see that things aren't always as they seem, that there's good there if we can have the eyes of faith to see it. In his document on hope, Bennett the 16th points to St. Josephine as a beacon of hope. How once we encounter the Lord, our hope broadens for the eternal glory of heaven and that the things of this world pass away. Solomon couldn't see past the things of this world. He had given himself over to the disordered passions of his life and he lost everything. Then Josephine lost everything but gained the eternal reward. May it be so for each of us.